Welcome to Making an Impression, The Sketches. Two amazing voice talents join me for today's show. From Ireland, the extraordinary Al Foran, and from England, the immensely gifted Kate Harbour. We discuss the weather, well you have to, and cycling, why not? We eventually get on to impressions. Al conveys the misery of performing gigs to Zoom audiences, while Kate discusses how she invents new voices for animated characters. Oh, and we talk about doing impressions of people we don't like. Three new sketches featuring Mourinho, Rio Ferdinand, Ramsey Clarkson, Olivia Coleman, and Julie Andrews, among many others. Uh, and there's a song at the end which uh, I'm afraid got a bit chaotic because of slight timing issues over the internet, so we lost some of the sweet, sweet chorus. But if nothing else, it tested my editing skills. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome to another Making an Impression, The Sketches, and I'm absolutely thrilled today to introduce two phenomenal voice artists. First of all, it's Kate Harbour. Kate, how are you doing? Hello. I'm great, thank you very much. Yeah, really well. Great to have you here. We did a show, didn't we, um, which was a sort of an offshoot of Making an Impression called You're Popping, because I think it's fair to say primarily you're a, a voiceover artist rather than a an impressionist. Is that is that a fair... Yes, yeah. that's very fair. <laughs> that gets you off the hook for the entire show. Yes, so that's great. yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm a blow-in. I'm just a blow-in. <laughs> I've got every faith in you. I know I know how good you are. You do a lot of animations and you... Sean the Sheep, come on. Yeah, I know. Come on, that's uh, just wonderful. I have such a ball doing that. And um, how brilliant, uh, you know, to be included in the in the film as well. I'm just thrilled because of course it's been nominated for an oscar hello well i was gonna say i was gonna say so oscar exciting. nominated kate harbour just to really <laughs> well it's not me personally obviously <laughs> oh come on of course it's you <laughs> on my show of course it is well welcome kate looking forward to we've got some great uh, great sketches and we're going to have lots of chat about everything that we're all up to at the moment and joining us from ireland i don't whereabouts in ireland county mead which is well literally right beside dublin so, <laughs> right. Well, I won't say Dublin, it's County Mead. And all the way from County Mead, it is uh, an absolute genius impressionist. It's Al Foran. How are you, Al? I'm great, Simon. Fantastic. The weather is lovely out there as well. Yeah. Oh, you're having a good day. Well, we, I, I had it went out for a cycle this morning and it was, it was nippy but nice. But, mm. you know, it, the thing is, I tend to stop. I usually stop for a coffee in this, uh, in Highgate. Highgate, you know, very, yes. very part. Yeah. And there's a, there's, a, there's a square there called Pond Square. So I usually get a coffee up there I've sort of when I've done most of my cycle. And up there, it's quite nice. It's sheltered. And you have your cup of coffee and the sun shining. It's great. And then you get back on the bike. It's fucking freezing. <laughs> well, for me, it's, um, as, you, as you said, nip, it's nippy but nice. But for me, it's just yeah. wheeling, wheeling a pram and giving a little uh -huh. two-year-old gingerbread man snacks, rice cakes, <laughs> whatever, juice, you know. <laughs> I need to fill that lunch bag up. <laughs> but I tell you, I power walk with that with that pram. <laughs> Takes me back a bit because my, my kids are now uh, grown up and gone. Uh, but you know, uh, and Kate, you've got you've got grown up or growing up kids, haven't you? Yeah, he's uh, Jack is fifteen. It's wow. ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. it. Yes, <laughs> he's fabulous though. 
I'm sure you'll vouch for this, that the things that you remember about when the kids were young and, you know, you were dragging them in and out of cars and the car seat and all that stuff, it's like yesterday for me. You know, just the misery yeah, of getting the, bashing my daughter's head on the car door and all that stuff. <laughs> and trying to get her in. That old chestnut, yeah. Uh. Never forgive me. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's great to have, have you both on the show. Al, have you, uh, you've got a prodigious uh, social media output. Is that your, been the main thing, you know, the main outlet for your voices recently? Yeah, Absolutely. I suppose, like at the moment, I I have my own podcast as well, Simon, and you know, luckily we got a sponsor with that during the pandemic. Yeah. Because for me, like my my main kind of flow of income would be branded content, and then next to it would be live gigs. And yeah. The gigs, obviously, the gigs dried up. There was nothing yeah. going, so I've I've actually done a few gigs through through Zoom virtual gigs. Uh, they've been okay, but like you know all of the say 150 to 200 people are in this room you know and i can't hear them laughing i can't hear the feedback so i have to get on to the to the organizer of the event and say well listen you know did we get a laugh at least (laughs) it's just that's so weird yeah you've got nothing coming back at you nothing i i am just performing to to thin air like that's the way tumbleweed moment yeah (laughs) I've yeah. got to say that sounds that that's sounds like my entire stand-up career in rooms with people in. So um, oh, no, come on. <laughs> it must be very disconcerting, isn't it? I, I did um, talk about podcasts to a bunch of students at Bath University. So we had about thirty or forty of them on my little screen, and it was very odd because you know you you tend to fixate on one face, right, and you think. Why are they smirking at me? What have I? Have I got yeah. some snot? What, what's going on that they find me smirk worthy? But it is. It must be disconcerting when you, as you say, when you're you're not getting that kind of corporate laugh. That that also helps your timing, doesn't it? Yeah, it it is strange. Well, usually my gigs kind of consist of you know I I I get a little help I suppose because I I write out I type out a script for an MC and the MC interviews me as so many characters you know and it kind of goes on for 20-25 minutes it's very flowy in a sense and um, I kind of view it like a say like a, like a Parkinson interview you know because yeah. his interviews just they just flowed so so well you know yeah. I try and kind of make it like that I suppose but I always attach kind of um, a question that's kind of you know in, in with what's going on at the moment you know yeah. I, I kind of uh, I never, I always kind of update it, I suppose. If I'm doing, especially if I'm doing like a lot of football characters, managers, footballers, I kind of attach questions that are related to, say, the previous game, their position in the in the league table at the moment. So, you know, just to keep it current. <laughs> We're going to do the first sketch now. And this one's called uh, Jose Bildinho. Uh, that will all make <laughs> sense in a minute. Um, it's written by Max Devine, Harper Jackson and Oliver Young. And uh, in this one, it's on. It's set on a, a building site. You'll, you'll get it. It'll all make sense. We've got a character called Wendy. That's uh, that's obviously going to be played by Kate. You happy with that, Kate? It's very nice to revisit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have Jose Mourinho, of course, and uh, Rio Ferdinand's in here. So, would you, Al, you're happy to take those two on, I think, aren't you? Those are absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I'll, I I know you do a brilliant Rooney, and we have got Rooney in this, but as he only says. <laughs> Yeah, 
I, I can take that on and not make a complete ass of myself because I can't redo really it. But anyway, uh, so let's just see. Is there anything else we need to note? No, I don't think so. It's quite a long sketch, but I think it's a nice one. Yeah. So um, this is Jose Bildinho. Take it away, Wendy. Hi, Bob. I'm just calling from the site to tell you I've had a text from the man. Uh, he'll be here with his team shortly. Uh, now, you rest up now and I'll see you and Pilchard later on. OK. Oh, hello. You must be Joe. No, please, Mr Mourinho. Sorry, love. Uh, is your team ready to get started? We have been in training for the past six weeks. So, yes, you could say we are ready. OK, love. <laughs> well, you know the brief, so I'll leave you to it. OK, first, numbers. Rio, are you here? Yes, Gaffer. OK, Wayne? Eh, uh, yeah. OK, where is Neville? Is that Phil or Gary? Gary? He missed the bus, Gaffer. I would rather play with ten men than wait for a player who is late for the bus. Um, yeah. Wayne, I think you talk too much. OK, line up. Rio, you are the brick wall. Wayne, you are finishing up top on the roof. Now remember, in training, we have built the foundations. Now we execute the plan. Come on, lads. 90 minutes of hard work. Let's go. And Wayne, remember, stay on site. I don't want you off site at all this game, okay? Um, yeah. You have nothing. Nothing to say. Hello, Mr. Marino. <laughs> Just checking how you're getting on. At the moment, we cannot walk from the bed to the toilet without breaking a leg. Rio has torn something, but it's too early to say. What? Oh, no. Uh, have you signed the accident book? Listen, Jose, you might not thank me, but get the contract out. Put it on the table. Let him sign it. Let him write whatever numbers he wants to put on there, given what he's done since he's come in. Jose's at the wheel, man. He's doing it. He's doing his thing. I've hurt my back. All right, then. Well, um, actually, I'm here because there's another man who says his name is Joe and uh, he was the one who was supposed to be helping out today. What? I cannot believe it. I never come away without any silverware. Wayne, grab the cutlery. Yeah, yeah. There is no time to talk, Wayne. Quick, to the Jose Mobilio. This is not the last time you will see us work illegally on a construction site. Well, that was unexpected. <laughs> Whatever next? <laughs> uh, maybe the digger will start talking to me. Excellent. Oh, that was great. I really enjoyed that. Um, first of all, Wendy. Wendy was beautifully animated in, in my head. She was Wonderful. brilliant, yeah. That was great. And, of course, your Mourinho. I mean, your Ferdinand, uh, Al, is just out of this world. But Mourinho, I think it's, it's very interesting with Mourinho because I was talking to Alistair McGowan about this on a previous show, and Alistair does a good Mourinho. Yeah. And I was saying how difficult that accent is because it's like a hybrid yeah isn't it, of sort of Mediterranean, you know, with a bit of Russian or something. So yes, how are you, yeah. how are you wrapping, your, wrapping your mouth around that? It's, it is strange because it's... Ronaldo kind of has a similar accent. You, obviously, they're both Portuguese. But uh, Cristiano is very much like that. Okay. You know, and there's kind of a, a twang to his voice. Okay. Yeah, and, and Mourinho is very... Okay. Very, very much like that. Likes yeah. to talk, as you say, hybrid of a Mediterranean and Russian in there too. Okay, so I think it's fantastic. <laughs> but there's also those, that, the other thing that you've really captured so beautifully is that staccato thing, isn't it? That everything's that little punctuations within, within sentences. 
when you're attacking an accent like that, what and an impression like that, what's what what are you starting with? Do you, are you starting with an accent, or is it is it is it the rhythm of it? Is it the tune of it? What's what's the first thing? Yeah, I think it's the rhythm of it, and then the accent kind of kind of comes in. It, it, you kind of develop the accent as you go along with it. For Mourinho, oh, I, I mean, the first kind of Mourinho impression I heard was of a guy, um, Mario Rosenstock. And Mario kind of uh, did a caricature impression of Mourinho. And that was my kind of first attempt at doing Jose. And then I kind of watched more of his interviews and kind of blended Mario's with Jose. And then eventually, it, you know, Jose became a very um, a grumpy, <laughs> grumpy, bitter man uh, <laughs> laid into his management. And now he's just, yeah, he's just miserable now. <laughs> the the charisma, it's... the charisma is gone. It's just completely gone from Jose. As he said last week, he said about the performance against Newcastle. He goes, uh, different players, same manager. You know? <laughs> Yeah. He just adds fuel to the fire, but it's great. It's great for me. It's great for Alistair and many other impressionists that do him. Yeah, it's it's, great. it's it, that that kind of remark is exactly. It's so good for unity and morale, isn't it? You know, for the team when they hear that. Yeah, oh, God help them. It, Kate, you were doing. Uh, we're going back to your lovely Wendy there. You, Al was talking about how you, know, you sometimes hear another impressionist manufacturer voice, and you think, oh, I'm hearing bits of that, and. And now I'm able to to utilize that. You do a lot of animations, and I, I I don't suppose there's any one thing in animation that that informs your ability to find voices. But but you're constantly having to find make up voices as opposed to using thing you know using real people or using other other impressionists or other voice artists. So what what's the process when you're kind of inventing a voice? What's the first thing you do? Well, I mean, I had to sort of put this into words recently because um, I teach at the Birmingham School of Acting, um, or the Conservatoire, as it's called. And you know how I basically realised that obviously I just do things, I'm one of a sort of instinctual, instinctually Mm. do things uh, to get voices and things. So I had to kind of put it into words and I, I kind of nailed it down to a few things. I call it refat, which is the past tense of fit for me. Uh, <laughs> R is for range. So I find the range first. Then it's the, the intention. And then there's features, um, accent, and then tempo. But it's all of those different things that come into play. Sometimes you're given a visual, which mm. is fantastic. Mm. Sometimes you're given a Bible with lots of words and descriptions. And you just go with anything that you've been given. You, yeah. you just take every single morsel you're possibly given. And it's very much a physical thing for me, first of all, Um, kind Mm. of, you know, probably from training as a dancer, it's sort of very physical thing and it's a feeling and and, and it's it's very much to do with the melody as well, um, as I'm sure Al can attest to, because you must just have the most amazing ear because that's how you're able to hear it in there and replicate it. So, so often, sometimes I'm doing from scratch, but sometimes, yeah. say for Octonauts, um, I had to do a voice match um, for yeah. five different voices. And so you are having to tune in and, and listen. So it's a combination of everything, as you say. It's just, yeah. it's just everything, really. L- lots of things going on at once, aren't there, as a, as a voice artist or as an impressionist? Because you're, as you say, you, you've, yeah. you've mentioned all of those elements there. And you are trying to, perhaps sometimes not even consciously, I'm sure... Uh, owl you know uh, certainly from my from my point of view i was an instinctive impressionist so i would just kind of hear it and uh, not spend too much time 
analyzing why I could do the voice or how to do the voice. Mm. I could you know, kind of either do it or I couldn't. I, I think that's often the starting point for an impressionist. You kind of, it's musicality, isn't it, sometimes that you yeah. hear. Then you can start applying all of those other bits and pieces, you know, the accent or, you know, just those. I mean, with, with Alistair when he did Chris Packham, and Chris Packham's got a bit of a ver, you know, a bit of a ver, like that. And I, and, but then I noticed Alistair didn't do the ver all the way through the impression. And I was mm-hmm. going to pick him up on it. I think, Alistair, you know, come on, you slipped there. And he went, no, you notice how, he said to me, you notice how he doesn't always do the ver? Oh, yeah, of course, I knew that, I, obviously. That's why you didn't mm-hmm. do it. And, you know, it's that, those sorts of then, those little minutiae, isn't it, that then, that then really focus the, the voice to yeah. and get it exactly where you want it. And it isn't, ex- it's it's not really a step-by-step process. It kind mm. of just all comes in one at times, mm. you know? Mm. I, I've, I mean, I, I've said it to, when I was on your, your podcast, Simon, I, I said it to you mm. about learning certain impressions. You know, you could get it with the click of a finger, you know, in, 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 in five minutes. And then you could be learning for weeks, you know? You yeah. could be trying to, you know, speak as that person for weeks. I, I know yeah. I drive in my car when nobody's in my car with me I'm, I'm speaking as this new character that I'm impersonating yeah. Yeah. Or, or a character that I'm kind of you could say updating and also I always say like people naturally sing in the shower I yeah. do impressions in the shower that's <laughs> yeah. what I do, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I do. it's just you know do you, do yeah. you pick up um, little bits from other people Al uh, uh, that do impressions that you do and, and when you say updating them do they do you, do you kind of go, oh, that's quite a clever little tick. I might add that. Or yeah. you know, are you quite, you know, malleable that way, impressionists? I'm, I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, picking up from, from other impressionists, most definitely picking up kind of the little quirks. Yeah. Um, it, that's interesting, that, because we, we, there is that tendency. Certainly when I was, I was a performing impressionist, I, I started doing... Um, Frank Bruno, you know, we were, you know, I mean, you, you, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing all that stuff. And then I heard um, John Colshaw do it. And I just noticed that he did this other thing where he went, whoa, yeah, you know what I mean? And I yeah. thought, yeah, that sort of, that little, that little arc, that, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. And you bring that in. And you, sometimes you do it consciously, sometimes you do it subconsciously. And then you realize you, you've started to fill out the, all the little bits and pieces, the nuances of a, an mm. impression. Perhaps we'll talk about about this later because I yeah we will talk about it later. I, I I'm not a fan of Mourinho, the man or the manager, and this this business of doing impressions of people, people you don't much like. But we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. <laughs> Should we do another sketch? Yes, absolutely. Let's. <laughs> yeah, this this one's called Lockdown Parenting. It's by Rachel E. Thorne. Rachel is uh, a regular contributor to the show. She's very very good and. This is an interesting one because we've got Bob Ross. Now, if you don't know Bob Ross, he's the guy who used to do um, oil paintings in about 20 minutes. <laughs> and I, I'm going to have a go at Bob because, you know, not, as not many people know him, I can get, probably get away with it. Then we've got Gordon Ramsay, which is a shoe-in for, for Al. Uh, and then we've got Jeremy Clarkson. The, the, the thing is, I'm, I'm going to take Clarkson on just because... He's kind of in my range. I, I, I wouldn't say for one minute I can do an impression of him, but I did once do an ADR. Is that what's called, Kate, an ADR? 
like for oh, a phone God. system. Mm. And I was doing this, you see. Yeah, and I, was kind of, no, I started really doing good. Jeremy Clarkson. And the idea was <laughs> that there'd be about an hour and a half of this crap, you know. But about after 10 minutes, I lost him completely. You know, I didn't know what I... Because, of course, you're saying things like, at the tone, leave a number. I, I thought, and it's very hard sometimes to, to get the voice because <laughs> they're cartoons often, aren't they? And then suddenly you're saying lots of things. <laughs> you think, I don't know how Clarkson says, dial four for this and do that yeah. for that. Because you're probably hearing yourself as well, aren't you? Hearing, hearing yourself yeah, back. And yeah, <laughs> oh, God. Well, <laughs> luckily, this is a very short sketch and I'll, I'll get away with it. And then we have <laughs> Olivia Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is uh, what a brilliant one for you, uh, Kate. Oh, um, she's just gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. We, you know, we watched, because um, in lockdown, of course, you end up watching stuff. Again, you know, because you've got nothing else to do. And we yeah. started watching Fleabag again, my wife and I, and um, that passive-aggressive <laughs> performance of hers as the, as the stepmother, the wicked stepmother, is such a, it's an absolute, absolutely brilliant. She's a great actress. So no pressure uh, emulating <laughs> one of the great actresses of the age, Kate, none at all. <laughs> absolutely. <sad. laughs> I will do my best. <laughs> okay, oh, so this is um, this is uh, lockdown parenting. Bob Ross, uh, Gordon Ramsay, and uh, Jeremy Clarkson, and Olivia Coleman. Here we go. Hey, folks, I'm Bob Ross. I've got some celebrity pals to help you through your lockdown blues by suggesting activities that make your kids feel good inside. Right, let's go. Chef Ramsay here, here to show you kids how to smash lockdown. Smash it! Smash it by baking banana bread! Just putting the colours I'll be using up on the screen. Red, orange, yellow, green. But don't feel you have to do it my way. Now go out to the sidewalk. You might call it a pavement. Find a spare spot if you can. And just start with a sweep of red. Get your bananas! Are they ripe? That's not ripe! I want them ripe! You little shits! Ripe! Overripe! If you can't give me overripe, you can't get out of my kitchen! Now chop them up! Chop them up! Chop up! Up chop! Now get the flour! Get the flour! What do you mean there's no flour? What is this? 2020! Sort it out! What we have here is a low voice as I introduce myself... It climbs, and then I pause. I'm Jeremy Clarkson, and I'm going to help you through lockdown by recommending a new set of wheels as my voice goes down. That's right, a big curve of red, then follow that with orange, color that makes you feel good inside. Then comes yellow, some yellow. Oh, don't mind if the chalk snaps. Now you have two, <laughs> then green and blue. Now don't worry if you scrape your nails along the tarmac. That's just learning. This is a rather neat set of wheels. In fact, it's a pair of sets of wheels. Instead of a traditional wheel in each corner, the four wheels are in a line. In line, if you will. That's a nice chassis, and while they don't come with seat belts, they are complete with buckles. This little number will take you to the end of the street and back again. Now, who could possibly find endless discussion of rollerblades or indeed any mode of transport boring? 
I can't see raisins. I cannot see any raisins. Get raisins. Get sugar. Mix it. Can we work as a team? Can we? Get working. Working. Team working. Now, get it in the oven. Get it in there. Hi. I'm Olivia Coleman. I'm one of the few actresses uh, who was uh, able to work when pregnant. Uh, So you know that I've got children. What I like to do in lockdown, and you can do it too if you like, um, is pretend I haven't got several BAFTAs and, uh, you know, uh, just have a cup of tea. What the hell is that? Disgusting! It's not even cooked through! It's half-baked! It's as half-baked as my new game show format! One thing's for sure, you'll never have a bank balance like mine. I'm a caring, um, no-nonsense kind of British actress uh, with astonishing range. And uh, one of the things I do really well is make you feel really guilty. I know lockdown is hard, but actually, in Yemen, it looks like this. So, stop whining, okay? And last of all, purple. There now, how's that looking? If that ain't a replacement for a child's education, then I don't know what is. Great stuff. That was great. <laughs> Al, that was brilliant because you you started at a hundred and went and then went even higher with the apoplexy and the madness of Ramsey. It's it's a, it's a gift, isn't it? That impression because well, the impression, the character, because he's so furious, he's so full of. Yeah venom and, and, and anger and I love your impression that's great we, we, we talked about Schaefer Bates because he's he's that's kind of his signature yeah. impression isn't it I learned it from him I learned it from him friendly I think aren't you you know you know each other quite well oh yeah we, we, we'd be very good mates it, I don't know if you guys remember about five years ago now nearly five years ago was September um, late September I think in London there was like a heat wave out of nowhere it was like 30 degrees but I remember spending two, three days with Schaefer in London at his friend's apartment. And he, he was just starting the Gordon Ramsay impression. Yeah. And I remember just listening to him and taking it in. And he kind of did the same with me with the Conor McGregor, you know. I've seen Schaefer, Schaefer who's going to be on the, on the show later in the series. He sometimes will just put, his, put this wig on. <laughs> just start doing nonsense <laughs> and post it up on social media. And it's it's gorgeous. There's, there's one bit where he's he's kind of doing a a thing in a car, isn't there, when he's starting to do a bit of a bit of a rap, a yeah. bit, of, bit of music. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. And, and I think he's he's so at home with that character that it, it's just second nature, isn't it? He can yeah. more or less he could you know do the, recite the bible and it would just be ramsey yeah uh, and i think you've got all of those brilliant little little nuances of ramsey i love that and olivia that was great yeah, that was, was brilliant <laughs> that was so good I was... it, it was, was fantastic really good. that's very kind of you i, I mean i really don't uh, yes it's very hard i'm, I'm not uh, yeah um because there are some people who, who just, I, I watched quite a bit of it and uh they're just some lovely um, mannerisms, and it's really just the mannerisms sometimes, isn't it, Al? That that you can click onto and then yeah. just pass, <laughs> just pass <laughs> the impression. But um, uh, for me, oh, anyway. Uh, but thank you. It's very kind. <laughs>
it was better than that. It was it was really strong. What I think you did so well with that impression actually was the speed, the speed of yeah. of, of, of delivery. <laughs> it's quite quick, isn't it? And then then it halts. She's quite sort of self-effacing, and uh, you know. Uh, but, but jelly, really nice, really nice. Person. I really enjoyed and, uh, it. Yeah. I really enjoyed that impression. And it's one of the one of the funny things because we've we've never done these before, right? So we haven't practiced these between us. And then you sometimes you read a line, you know, that's on a bit of paper, and you think, oh, that's a good line, yeah, okay. And then you hear someone who's really brilliant at delivering lines like you, you guys. And I'm sitting here laughing because it suddenly comes alive, doesn't it? It colours it all in, and it's uh, it's. Yeah. I hope I hope the listeners are enjoying it as much as me because I think it's great. I'm just conscious now of timing, so I thought perhaps we would launch straight in to sketch three. Uh, now this is going to be a challenge, um, principally for Kate, <laughs> so, <laughs> who's looking on my screen slightly perplexed. Um, this this is by, <laughs> this is by Ben Randall, uh, and what he's done here it's a little parody thing me jig mary it's mary poppins uh we've got some kids which, which al i don't know if you fancy being a kid um we've got yeah. there's only one line for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got bert who was uh, played by dick van dyke of course with a ridiculous um it's mary poppins um, <laughs> which is as i've now done that line i can probably do it in the sketch and then we have a bunch of verses and uh, and uh, yeah. choruses here, which um, I think are going to be a challenge. But should we give it? A, should we give it? A, one of the problems we might have is is timing because we're there is there are probably slight delays on our on our feed here. So, but we'll give it a shot, shall we? Did you did you get the tweak I, I sent? I sent sort of you know we've kind of cut bits I think to make it a lot less painful. <laughs> well, it's very, very funny, but it's dense. It's it's a lot of stuff, a lot of words and stuff, and yeah. we're gonna, so, so, yeah. So we're gonna, uh, we'll give it, we'll give it a shot. Give it a go. How's your yeah. How's your singing, Al? Uh, yeah, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Mary Poppins. We've got uh, Bert. Uh, we've got kids, or a kid, I guess, and um, we're all gonna try and sing. Some of this stuff. Um, can I just be clear? Hang on, because I'm looking at it now. We've got the, yeah. the first verse is, is you, and there's so, um diddle bit. There's, a, co there's a chorus stuff. there, then there's um diddles. Yeah. 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 So now I was just thinking that, that um, Bert takes the first verse and I take the second, which is then one day. And then it's just literally I've cut. We've cut. Um, so we do all another just chorus without the umdiddles and then we're just into we're not we've cut the last two verses but it, into yeah. it traveled all the world and that's me well me mary <laughs> me mary and then all of, all at the end <laughs> all at the end yeah yeah okay maybe i should take the lead in terms of a time tick um in yeah. the first chorus and then you can come <laughs> in with the with the this bits. is going to hell isn't it let's yes, face it in it's... a handcart <laughs> uh, uh. Oh. Um, so where, do, where am i singing am i am i can you do Witty was afraid to speak. With, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, all the choruses. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> this is insane, your buttocks. Right. So here we go. Uh, it's, um, <laughs> I'm not, I don't even know what to call this. Let's just see what happens. So here we go. Mary Poppins. Hello, Bert. Hello, children. Mary Poppins, Mary we're Poppins. so glad you're here. We haven't been to school for six months. Uh, well, there's a reason for that. It's 
Super COVID fragile people feeling quite atrocious, even though the spread of it is something quite ferocious. Would you trust a politician for your diagnosis? Super COVID fragile people feeling quite atrocious. Um, diddle little little click and buy. Um, diddle little little don't you fly. Um, diddle little little binge watch sky. Um, diddle little I'd rather die. Because Witty was afraid to speak from outside of the lab. <laughs> Boris told him to give us advice, a tweak, and told him not to blab. <laughs> then one day he sent the word to cover mouth and nose. Then they'll open schools and such, and maybe even shows. It travelled all the world, around the world, and everywhere it went. People either coughed or tried or lost their sense of scent. All the anti-vaxxers say that it's a a bunch of shizer. I'm just happy with Moderna or the bloody Pfizer. Super Covid fragile people feeling quite atrocious. <laughs> oh I don't well, first of all, first of all, can I just say uh, the the Mary Poppins, the um, Julie Andrews? I think you, yeah. I think you nailed that. You oh, did nail well, that. Thank and you. Amazing, yeah. And you've got <laughs> a lovely you, singing voice, if you don't mind me saying. Lovely oh, thank you, dear. Voice. Like a bird. <laughs> so that well. was lovely. Well, Ben Randall, thank you. Don't send me any more sketches, please, if they're like that. <laughs> um, You'll be lucky. He's very sought after. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, let's have a, a talk about doing impressions. It, it, uh, well, okay, we'll come to you about this as well because Al, we've talked in, in the past about Mourinho. I don't like Mourinho. I used to do Jimmy Savile. I used to do Woody Allen. I used to do <laughs> Nigel Farage. And in fact, I did. I've done Farage on this show. Now, none of those people are in my book of favourites, mm. and. I obviously stopped doing Savile actually before all of the revelations came out. And and Woody Allen, I stopped doing because I'm unsettled by the allegations against him. Mm. Farage, I have sort of carried on doing and I don't like him. Do you find that, you know, there are going to be people you're doing that you don't, on a personal level, really take to? What's your approach? It doesn't stop you doing them, does it? No, not particularly. I suppose... Yeah, there's a lot. There's, I suppose, there's a couple of characters in there that, I mean, yeah, Mike Tyson would be one of my impressions. But I think I, I don't know. With, with Mike Tyson, he's kind of the last couple of years. He's, I don't know what he's, he's, he's kind of. There's been a resurgence in his career. He's kind yeah. of, he's in a lot of, he's involved in a lot of media. He has his own podcast. But that would kind of be out of all of them the most questionable impression in terms of people getting offended by my impressions i i kind of have a funny one i i did i did mike tyson in one of the videos and yeah um someone someone commented underneath i think it was a troll account who said this is so offensive i i can't believe it. black black mouth is the most offensive thing you could do and i just had to i had to kind of laugh at it i was kind of like you know <laughs> it just was a weird one i mean it's yeah he said you may as well have done blackface by doing this impression and it's kind of not really the case i mean there are you know there's african-american impressionists like jay farrow who do so many different you know what you know he does a lot of you know white white characters which i think are spot-on impressions you know 
Eddie Murphy too. Lenny Henry, I just thought it was a very mm. funny comment, to be honest with you. You know, I think he was just reaching for something, you know. I had this conversation with Rory in the interviews show on Making an Impression, and he used mm. to do Trevor McDonald. And, of course, he, makeup yeah. was a very large part of what they did on, on his show in the sort of the, I guess, the 90s. And he would, mm. so he'd have the Trevor McDonald uh, makeup on. And he said he probably wouldn't do that now. And I think it's a difficult area, this. And, I, and I'm not mm. blind to the, the sensitivities here. We all, all need to be, you know, I, I, always, I always used to do Eubank, you know. And, and mm. I've done, you know, and... and, and Bruno and you know you yeah. with all this you know for me it was just a funny voice that's all it was you know so I'm trying to say I wasn't yeah. having a go through the voice at, at any anything else other than he's a funny character in the same way that Ronnie Corbett was a funny character if you look at the the golf impressionist Connor Moore like mm. he did Tiger Woods and he was in a Bridgestone ad with, with Tiger Woods doing the impression with Tiger Woods I mean Kate I, I suppose this is less of an issue for you um, but are there ever things you would do perhaps in, in animational voice work where you would think, no, I, I've, I've got, or at least maybe not, maybe I shouldn't be doing this? Interesting, actually. There, there was once an audio book that I did um, called The Carbon Diaries. None of this, um, you know, awareness and proper, you know, addressing of this issue had happened mm. then at all mm. and um it was a job and i just i did my best and i thought hang on why have you cast me to to narrate this when when most of the characters are black or asian or or whatever but mm. they also come from london and they've got that um twang i i went for it i did it it was a long job you know eight hour eight something um cds later but i'm glad i did it but i that on that score if that were mm. to happen again I'd say no, because I would be uncomfortable. Thanks for listening to part one of this recording with Kate Harbour and Al Foran. Part two will appear later in the series. If you enjoyed the show, why not drop us a five-star review and subscribe on Apple or Spotify or your chosen podcast platform. Come and follow us on Twitter at Voice Maestros. I'll be dropping video clips of the recordings, bits of inside info, links to the shows. Uh, and there's all of that and more, including all the sketches on our website, www.voicemaestros.com. And you can subscribe to our newsletter on there. The performers and I will be happy to engage and chat across our various platforms. Oh, and uh, we've also got a Making an Impression Facebook page. Join us next time for another Making an Impression.